full of struggle and anguish. Most of it self-inflicted. But you didn't read my palms or anything. I don't need to. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and pros at all things Avatar, one episode at a time. Today's episode is The Fortune Teller. My name is Buddy Stark, and I'm best known for playing with slinkies. That sounds a little, um, weird. Dude, that's, stop. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm Hannah, and I love Doritos. All right. That's it. That's my intro. <laughs> Noah? Are you there? <laughs> I'm just distracted by the fact that Hannah didn't do a best for known. I know. I decided I wanted did. to do my She's own thing, and I love Doritos. Uh, I love Jacques Cousteau. Does anyone remember that? This is really hard. <laughs> like, I haven't... I, I, I've I given up the bending thing, so now I don't even know... <laughs> now you don't even know what to do. Uh, I'm Noah Crowder, best known As for... Not knowing anything. Like Jon Snow. Like Jon No. Or No Snow. <laughs> like No I Snow. I like No I don't know Snow which better. One's better. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got time for an intro. A recap? That's what I meant. We just did the intro? Yeah. How about a recap? Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? You. All right. I'm first. Second. And then Hannah. Second. We don't plan it. It's chaos. And then, all right, and then Hannah. Let's no, see. I'm not going next. Three, two, one. Okay, fine, I'll go next. No, then I'll go next. Uh, we open with fish, <laughs> a fish mocking Sokka and a man being attacked by a platypus bear. Oh. He wasn't all that afraid, though. Yeah, because something woo. What's her name? Okay, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> <laughs> because Aunt Woo Thank was you. like, you're going to have a safe journey. And I they're like, but you didn't have a safe woo. journey. Uh, but he was like, no, I totally did. Like, the bear was attacking me, but I didn't actually get hurt, so it's cool. I'm going to give you an umbrella, though, and then it starts raining in Sokka. And they go into the city, and then Aunt Wu tells their fortunes, but not Sokka's. Well, kind of Sokka's, but he is like, this is bull. And they're all like, Aunt Wu's the best, and he has a continual thing where... Um, and, where he, like, hates Wu. We get it. So, uh, the, but then they go up to the volcano, and they see that... It's going to explode all over. The town. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's this girl with the crazy hair that's in love with Aang, yeah. but Aang's in love with Katara, and Katara wants to know who she's going to be in love with. Yeah, yeah we, well, I mean, we all know where that's going, but whatever. No, we don't. And, um, but uh, they warn the town, and the town... They kind of warn the town. They also save the town. And then at the end, they're all like, yeah, because Aunt Wu said it would be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's me. Um, And then Ooh. that happens. The end. Ugh, it's a weird episode. Yeah, although I gotta say, like I, yep, don't do it, bud. Yep. No, what are you? What are you? He knows where you're going. You like enjoyed it more than you thought you would. Well, I always enjoy this episode, and I, for the life of me, don't know why. Me neither. I just like I just this it's does a fun not little feel like a buddy episode. I know you hate fortune telling. I guess we'll get into it. Yeah, let's get into. We'll figure it. that out. I'm ready. Give it a number. Um. That's the hard I'm part. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a a three point six. Wow. Cabbages. I gave it a three. All it right. wasn't great. It wasn't the worst. Okay. It just, just was down the road. Yep. Middle of the road. Well, here's the thing, guys. In the beginning of film time and time, I would give this one a two point nine. Oh, nice. We're pretty close. Just underneath I, of middle of the road. Yeah, I think it's a little under middle of the road. 
Cool. I agree. Kind of. I, I will say, buddy, this isn't where you were. Go- I'm sorry. I'm pausing a lot. The, this uh, this is where I thought you were going. I definitely enjoyed it this time more than I ever have. This is an episode I I remember disliking. I remember not enjoying this episode, uh, but I got more enjoyment this today watching it than I ever have in the past. So yeah, and for me, like I always have this a uh, fond memory of this episode. Really? Yeah, I think it, I think, That's weird, and like I said, I mean, we'll I'm sure we'll kind of tear into it a little bit, but well, I now's think the time. part of it is one. This is something that hits home for me pretty well. Like there's Volcanoes. some social commentary here about the way people approach their lives that I have to deal with oh. on a weekly basis. And it, I don't know, it's cathartic, I guess. And then the other thing that I know is definitely the case is that that girl that's into Aang, mm-hmm. like, she's just, she's so fun. Yeah, I just, I, I like that character. I love her. I uh, let's see, let me get into my list here. Oh, um, did you, <laughs> speaking speaking of Meng, which is the name of the girl that... Uh, I thought she said May, and me I was too. like, really? No, We're going to... We're no. going to be using that name twice, huh? Yeah, it's M-E-N-G, Meng. How do you know? Because I looked up the character because I had some suspicions. And do you care to guess who voices Meng? No. Yes, hold on. Is the it girl the same who does one Toph? that plays Aang Poo? Sounds the exact same. Yeah, it's the same girl that uh, Toph. I thought that. I was like, she sounds yep. a lot like Toph. I know. I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, I think that might be Toph. And so I looked it up, and it is. That's it's the same actress. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what, like a one, one-off character. Yeah. Uh, so so it, weird. not a lot of overlap there. Yeah. I like her a lot. I do too. I, that, yeah, that's one of the highlights for me. <laughs> I liked when she called her a floozy. I did not like that part. <laughs> yeah. I that, was not for it. That, that was a low for me too because the rest of the episode, I mean, not my low, but uh, the rest of the episode, like she was like taking the high road and then suddenly right at the end, yeah, she's like. Yeah, uh, that was not a high for me because yeah. like I'm not on board with women cutting down other women yeah and she had like, like just like two scenes before she was like i get why you're into the water yeah she's like super she's cool. totally pretty that was so, and then that was my favorite part well, that's my high too we're gonna get there <laughs> yeah spoilers let's see the whole i and i've talked with this about you before um about I've talked wow. with you about this. That's how. That's is how it, it about goes. your mastery of the English language? Yeah, it's it's related to that. Where a lot of the logic in this episode is post hoc ergo propter hoc. Yes. The same. It's one of the yeah, most. Yeah, West Wing. Yeah, that's right. No. Okay. There's an episode called that. Oh, really? So whenever you say that, that's what I think of. Gotcha. Yeah. Fifteen lawyers in the room. Can you remind Nobody us knows what that means. What it means, Noah? Uh, after therefore. Because of. Because of. Yeah, after this, therefore, right. because of this. What's the West Wing episode about? So, um, I don't remember. There, it's it's a it's a reason why Bartlett lost a certain state because he said something in a joke, um, about like funny hats or something, which is why they're saying he lost Texas. And he's like, I, I, was always I didn't lose, lose Texas. I, didn't, I was gonna lose Texas. It wasn't because I made the joke. You guys are trying to assign blame to something. That it or the cause of something that it doesn't belong, right? And you can see that throughout this episode. You know, the guy with yeah. the red shoes, and again, it's so you're wearing them every day. So of course, when you do meet your loved one, then yeah, you're going to blame it's it on the red shoes. Oh, that yeah. killed me. Yeah, I just I liked the moment where Sokka was like, "Well, then of course you're going to. You've worn them every day." The thing is, though, she was not wrong. They did not die in the volcano. Right, because she didn't. She specifically didn't say the volcano won't erupt yeah, this year. Yeah, it said it won't she, destroy she, the town. 
Exactly. So she's right. Also, she doesn't get paid. So it's not like she's doing this to like. I had that same note. I was like, what? What do you mean she doesn't charge? Right? How does she live in this big building? Well, like, what's happening? It's probably like a public service or something, but like, still, like, when she How does she eat food? I'm just saying maybe it's like a priest or something. Like, they provide for her. Uh Maybe that's her motivation then, but still. Yeah, like, that was Because, like, mostly when you think of like fortune tellers or whatever, a scam artist, because they're making money. Yeah. But, like, when she was like, she doesn't charge, I thought, she just does it for the good of the people. Because <laughs> even at the end, when she says something to Aang uh, about how you know you make your own destiny and and what I saw doesn't really matter, I mean, it's, that's kind of insinuating that she knows at, at some level what she is doing is not completely on the up and up. Maybe, but everything else was right. It was all right. See, it, it, what you're doing now is post hoc ergo propter hoc. I don't say how you can say that because. If everything is right, that doesn't mean it's because of that. Yeah, I guess it's a like, little you different. you know what you're saying? Beca- yeah, like, but so the thing is like okay, the, so, yeah. the town was not destroyed, but it wasn't because of her prophecy. It was because Aang happened to be there. Well, it doesn't matter if it's because of a prophecy. If she made a prophecy in secret and it still came true, right. then it's still true. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so. next time when she makes that prophecy and the volcano erupts and, and Aang isn't there... She's like the town just gets destroyed. That's the problem with 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 basing your hopes on that. Without any action, the town would have been ruined. It doesn't matter. Though. I know, I know you the fate thing. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is she was not wrong. So how can we say she's a phony? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy's a phony. Oh, that should have that should be a button. <laughs> um you could be like that other person who's like, we know you with your science and your reason. And I'm like, yeah, oh, the, get out of part, here, you the bozo. The part where he was like, can your science and reason explain why there's rain? <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> it can. <laughs> yeah. But he probably deals with stuff like this a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, this hits home yeah. for me because it, I have that same mentality with a lot of the public yeah. that call me. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the first few years of knowing buddy my goal and it never worked i don't think i have it's ever succeeded was to say something so outrageous and make you frustrated yeah um but he's trolling but it's like high. you just you're in invulnerable to, to like stupidity to trolling it's impossible manage a planetarium th- dude <laughs> nothing nothing you have said i once i once got a phone call just like last year sometime i got a phone call from a guy uh, who it was after we found that meteorite, the Hamburg meteorite. Uh, he called me and he said, "Who? Why are you lying? Who's who's, <laughs> make, who's making you say this?" And I, and I was like, "Sorry, what? Who's making me say what?" Excuse me. And, and he was like, "The meteorite. You didn't find a meteorite. Why are you saying you found a meteorite?" And I was like, "We did find a meteorite." And he was like, "No, no. The, there, nothing can come from beyond the firmament. the the sky The sky is a solid dome and." Stuff does not pass through the firmament, and this Just guy was dead. No, he was like it was. He was mid fifties, and he was he was upset, uh, and like this was not. <laughs> these people are out there, and I I interact with these people. So when you make things that you claims that you think are outrageous, it's like no, no, you don't. You don't know what outrageous is. 
the Earth is six thousand years old. Yeah, like that's that that, yeah, that's a monthly thing for me. Like that. <laughs> that's I hear that every other Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry, my dogs are growling at each other. <laughs> How about um, the bone that exploded? That didn't make sense to me. I know. I was like, what was inside of that bone that it like detonated? Yeah. Because there's one, there, like that, that's an extra step. Like there's one thing to read the cracks in the bones and, and like make predictions and things. But now we're into like a supernatural thing where, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a weird moment. In that, so <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I no, I was just gonna say there's a lot of. Uh... So like I know it's the point of the fortune teller is that she tells the future, but there are a lot of uh, allusions and um, hints to the future in this episode. And one to the past, actually. So when Aang does the volcano eruption and he battles against it, it kind of reminded me of the time when Roku will had, do it. I had and that thought, too. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite moments because Roku is like my second favorite character. Sure. And so um, I really like that sequence. Yeah, uh, in my head, I thought so I, when I was thinking about this, but I thought that he Aang struggled with the volcano a lot more. So the parallel wasn't quite as strong as I remembered it being because I thought mm-hmm. there was a moment when Aang almost like passed out as well, just like Roku will. But that that didn't happen. But yeah, I mean, the, it's still kind of there. I see it, too. Yeah. So I just I thought that was I thought that was cool. Um, you know, Aunt Wu talks about, you know, Katara marrying a powerful bender. Right. Um, and, you know, that mm-hmm. clearly foreshadows the development between Aang and Katara. Another um, she's right. I actually liked the. the the nonchalant way that Aang just like brushed off a side. I know I'm trying to take pauses on natural pauses. So you can't hear the. Um, oh, that shut you up, didn't it? Um, like when she talks about the, the confrontation between him and the fire Lord, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know that. What right. about Girl. Right. Which is You're fair. Just... It's been prophesied like his <laughs> right. whole life. He does know that. Yeah. I wrote that down too. I liked the like his lackluster reaction. Oh, oh, yeah, was... yeah. I I will say, and the show came out in 2005, so it's got that going for it. The cliche of playing hard to get is getting so like it is getting so old. Yeah, but I like that he abandoned it. He was like, This isn't me. Well, I liked I I will say I did like the part where Man com- comes up to him. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, Ang, and he's like, bye. I know that was so sad. He's a natural because <laughs> he thought that Mang was the only right, 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 right. Yeah, no, that was a good moment. I love her. Hey, buddy, hey, tell no. me more about this episode. Well, I think that's just about all I have. I do have oh, no. the the last thing that I do have is um, just that a lot of people. When faced with this kind of thinking, the sort of um, wish fulfillment kind of thinking, you know, they the response is, well, why do we why do we bother? It's not hurting anyone else. But the line that was, we used to have a tradition of going up and checking the volcano once a year. Yes. But since Aunt Wu moved in, <laughs> we have a tradition of not doing that. And that is exactly the problem. I mean, you you know, when you put your head in the sand for these kind of pseudo beliefs, um, eventually disaster strikes. And I mean, I'm thinking about specific things going on right now that I don't really want to get into. I don't want to make this like a big political thing. Um, (laughs) no, (laughs) (laughs) um, 
But I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Like, okay, we'll just ignore it and we'll choose to believe what we find to be acceptable. And I mean, like some of the things that are obvious is like like the anti-vaxxer movement mm -hmm. that happened, you know, five years ago or however long ago it was. I mean, it's still going on, but to, uh, hopefully to a lesser extent because a lot of it has been debunked. But it's that kind of thing. Like, I'm just going to believe what I want to believe and listen and cherry pick the the results that I like. Mm -hmm. Um and it damages society to, to allow this kind of thought to happen. So it's, it's, I mean, it's genuinely scary to people like me. Now I'm going to hop down off my soapbox here. I Hold on. It. I'm just going to dismount. Here we go. So yeah, that was my final thought for the, for the episode. Uh, funny trivia. Aang and Katara um, have the umbrella in this episode. Um, sharing an umbrella is an old romantic motif in Japanese history. And is commonly used in both uh, manga and anime. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's entirely Japanese, though. You see that nope. sometimes in old, you know. Japanese. I think anyone <laughs> could consider just being close to another person a romantic anime. motif. Well, I think some classic movies, you know, like being stuck together in the rain under an umbrella. I think that happens. Yeah, it's because your bodies are forced close together. <laughs> it's a Japanese thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Ai Ai Gasa. Are you are, serious? Are you making stuff up or is that real? That like, is, that's okay, so racist. That's, so it's A-I-A-I-G-A-S-A. It's right. a real thing. This yeah. is a real yeah. thing. Go look it up. We weren't questioning your pronunciation. We were questioning whether or not you just made it up on the fly. Well, do you really think I would say something so offensive? <laughs> yes. Like, okay, one, I'm offended by that. My wife is ethnic, okay? Um, <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> you idiot. I have an Asian friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I married her. It's different. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> so, anyways, that is a Japanese thing in manga and anime. So, uh, the title card of this episode remains on screen for less than any other episode title oh. in the entire series. Interesting. That is interesting. Yep. I, I wonder, wonder why. That, yeah, I wonder why you'd vary you think that. It was at a all. longer episode. Mm, maybe uh, or maybe it's because they don't even like this episode what's the imdb rating eight low eight out of ten is it you think that's low hi I th right i, think I can't it's remember what the other avatar, avatar episodes were no it generally gets like 8.2 okay. 8.4 so i guess that is a little bit i mean it's lower for sure what but was like jet Oh, uh, no. not low enough. I don't, I, Jetson I don't, anybody, Jetson uh, yeah, yeah I, that seems about right. I don't think I've seen any Avatar episode on IMDb under an eight under so an far. Eight? Wow. See, uh, yeah. The Great I... Divide was a 7.2, which Ooh. is understandable. Yeah. No, that one's really good. It's got Robin from Teen Titans. In it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one's an eight only because Toph is in it. You know, Bado of the Water Tribe is also an eight. Did we watch is, that I, one no, already? That's, that's what's next. That's what's I like Bado of the Water Tribe. Yeah, but you also like this one. Deserters an eight point five. Oh, Waterbending Masters eight point six. Siege of the North is nine point four. So got oh. some good ones. Good ones coming up. I mean, like kind of. No, mean, this is this is, is where yeah, I think actually for the Blue Spirit you get like the uh, next episodes coming up are, are good ones. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I think the Blue Spirit on you get kind of a big ramp up of episodes. Yeah, with the exception of maybe this one. Yeah, this one. Um, so I guess really uh, starting at Bato. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you can you see know, why you would tomato, list. Potato, you know what I'm saying? You could see why you'd list the Blue Spirit starting there because the Blue Spirit does have a nine. 
So, I mean, like, that's definitely really? solid. Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. I don't even care that I didn't like it as much. It's I'm great. I'm going to hop off this page, so I stop looking at numbers. Was your only fact that it's a romantic motif to be in rain? Oh, so the Jesse Flower voiced Meg. Um, she would later actually voice um, Pop. <laughs> oh, what a what a crazy thing! That's yeah. very interesting. Uh, yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, <laughs> that's okay, so I that disturbing. For a I know, like, buddy. That's my thing. That's alarming. Just, uh, just grunt like, uh, oh. That was pretty good. That no? was like that was a almost perfect on pitch. spot, yeah. Doing that for like seven <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing that for I like hate seven that. years. That's the worst. I was watching an episode of Adam Ruins Everything on Netflix mm-hmm. and a guy in there said Hachi Machi and I was like, Yes. <laughs> that is a There's good show. Percent. Yeah, right? Yeah, have right? you seen the most recent ones that came out? I only have seen the ones that are on Netflix. That's why yeah, that's why they I came out. They, they, they added, added three, three more, more like a couple days ago. Or a couple weeks ago. The going green one? Yeah. Yeah. I watched all... I just started watching them like last week and I just watched all of them. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. And Is for, that all there are? Are there only yeah. 20 episodes? Well, on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's like an online thing. There's uh, way more. So, yeah, yeah, so he's compiled some of them for Netflix. Um, what I love is that they like bother... They cite everything. Like, it's so brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's what I told Amber. I said, if you're going to spout off like facts right you know, i'm putting them in quotes um you can't see it but believe me it's happening if you're going to spout off facts especially when they are controversial right uh, it's it's brilliant to be like and here's my source for that right. i'm not just saying things right uh, so i actually think it i don't agree with everything he says but like i do i think it's i don't know, i think it's really interesting and i think they're really smart writers i don't know how much of it is him and how much of it is um the yeah. writing staff but yeah, I, it's a mix yeah. So um, another fact for you, when Sokka kicks a pebble and it bounces off that sign and hits him in the head, the Chinese character on the sign reads um, roughly in translation, a good blessing. <laughs> I wondered if they had done something like that because I saw that and I, it seemed like something they would do. It would have been funny if it said don't kick pebbles. Or like uh, what goes around comes around. Yeah. Something. something to that effect. Yeah. That's a good fact. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The volcano is called Mount Makapu. Okay. Meaning bulging eye in Hawaiian. Yeah. yeah, bulging is not one of my favorite words. Makapu is the name given to the extreme eastern end of the island of Oahu in mm. the Hawaiian lions. Lions? Islands. Lion <laughs> islands. The island of all the lions and the lion turtles. Oh my. Avatar. Yeah! We came back to Avatar at the that end That was there. like so many words in 10 seconds. Speaking of bulging eyes. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Have you guys seen the, uh, so there's the new black hole image that came out a couple of days ago. Yep. Which Gosh. by the time this comes out, will be like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean when everyone kept posting that same image over and over again? Well, and people have photoshopped it onto the eye of Sauron. Yep. Which is hysterical. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yeah. I just, the bulging eye thing made me think about that. That's gross. That's gross, dude. <laughs> yeah. You can't say I on a podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's the word. Look at this dude. I will say, not my favorite part, but one of the parts that made me laugh was at the beginning of the episode when Sokka was like, oh, good. Maybe instead of being the avatar and saving the world, you can just make jewelry. And Aang was <laughs> like, I, what did he say? Um, I don't see any reason why I can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> 
That made me laugh pretty hard. I like that too. He's got to have hobbies. Yeah. He can't be all consuming. Well, that's just well, very it, Aang. Like his responses to things like that are just. He doesn't really do sarcasm. Well, and well it, so actually, I think so. In uh, King of Amashu, right when he, when Sokka was like, "Oh boy, they get the mail on time," and Aang's like, "They do get the mail." Yeah, on time. I right. don't think he gets sarcasm. That is him not reading it. I think this the way he smirks. I think he understood what Sokka was saying, but mm. was like. Kind of coming back at straight. it. Yeah, like relentless positivism. I like that. Yeah. Positivity. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't have a strong connection to this episode. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I understand completely why, objectively, it's not necessarily the best episode. Uh, and I, like I said, I just, I think I like Aunt Wu a little bit. Like, like her character is kind of interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. It's just funny how like in this show and in Harry Potter they do it frequently. They have fortune tellers and they're like they're mocked and they're kind of ridiculed by the straight character. Well, not the straight character, but like in this case it's Sokka or Hermione. But then as people point out, their prophecies are always right. So I don't really understand what writers are doing in this case. Like are they unwilling to come down on a side saying this is bogus? Why wouldn't they have them? My issue with your words is that Trelawney is not always right. In fact, she's she... only been right twice. No, she's like, right she... a lot. I don't think you're right. Give me one, man. Give me one. Well, she's only made... Okay, so she's only made like two prophecies, two right? Two real that... prophecies. But the other ones that she makes were like, one of one of you will leave us in the spring. And they took that to mean someone would die, but Hermione left the class. And there was one where she was like, um, she predicted, well, this one obviously Buddy would say is post hoc, but Neville would break the cup and then he dropped the cup. And then she said there was that one where like, whoever stands up, when there's 13 is going to the first one to stand up will die and um i can't remember who stood up but they died first i think it was dumbledore spoilers <laughs> for the harry <laughs> potter series we don't even do spoilers for our thing we're not going to pretend anyway, like we're i'm just saying dies. that there's a lot of evidence in really? both of these shows that even if you think it's like because of they are, they they make them right and so i just wonder like what's behind that yeah, I mean, I think that's a, like, fun, coy little thing that they're doing. But I, why? Yeah, I don't get it either, because they're it not seems, helping anyone. Yeah, to, like, to like build on the message Sokka's saying. Or, or maybe it's realism. Like, they're pointing out, people are going to believe this no matter what you show them. Yeah, maybe. Which I think is probably a strong, powerful point. Like, those people believed Aunt Wu because Sokka saved them. So in order for them to stop believing her, he had to let them die. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like a lose lose, I guess. Right. And that's No, real. I was thinking I was thinking to myself, the only way this guy's at the beginning, the only way this guy's ever gonna know that Aunt Wu is a liar so is if he eaten. if he gets eaten. Right. Like Yeah. I don't know. So well, maybe guys, that's why it's a tough message, but Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What you guys are saying reminds me of that um I just watched the um Behind the Curve documentary on Netflix, which is all about flat earthers <laughs> oh, and yeah. like their belief systems. And that so rings true. They did such a good job because they didn't like attack Young Earthers, mm-hmm. but the way that they shot it made it really to clear. Everything. They tried to address everything, but also it made it really clear that there was no evidence that you could give them that, that would, would convince them otherwise for mm-hmm. like a variety of reasons. One of them was like they did their own experiments, the Flat Earthers did, uh, about like they used a gyroscope to measure, they mm-hmm. expected it would 
Uh, you'd expect 15 degrees of drift an hour if the Earth was turning. And so they were going to get one of these $1,000 laser gyroscopes and they were going to set it up themselves. And then they were going to see that it wasn't, in fact, drifting. And sure enough, they found a 15 degree drift an hour. Uh, but then like we're like, oh, this is interesting. We must have done something wrong, et cetera. Mm. So even I in the face of- that belief so strong for people because like with fortune tellers, like- you feel like you have more power and control if you know what's coming. But what is it that comforts someone about believing the earth is flat? Yeah, there's a few. And again, the documentary does a really good job. Maybe um, I should watch it. It's really good. But There's I, also a part where you said young earthers. Sorry, flat earthers. Is. Oh, and I was okay. wondering, I didn't want to stop They're you. They're not the same. Yeah. Right. I know. The, uh, thank you, Hannah. I'm and, um, for the there is some overlap. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the documentary is about flat earthers. Well, and so I just, I didn't know if they like made a tie between the two of those groups. They really did. I was like, well, I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> that's okay. No, I just misspoke. Irregardlessly. Wow. No, no responses on that. That's fine. You learned, you learned that the only reason why I say that is to get responses. Uh-huh. And if I, ah, darn uh, but they point out like a few of the motivations for. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you weren't done. <laughs> that's all right. A p- point of the. I knew he wasn't. I was waiting for him to keep talking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, Hannah asked you a question. Well, we you can't see him. We haven't answered the the question yet. Well, you kind of said the documentary answered it, so I thought you were going to leave. What it was at the that question? The question was like, what's the motivation? She was saying that for a lot of fortune tellers and things, it gives you a sense of power. Or and... like anti-vaxxers, it's from a place of fear. They're afraid of what it's going to do to them. And it's a place of mistrust. They don't believe the powers that be that tell them these things. So I'm wondering like what it is about a flat earth that what adds something. What is the virtue yeah, of exactly. a flat earth philosophy? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a couple of things. One is just human psychology. It feels good to be part of something. Flat? No, like within some type. Oh, of, let me tell you. So, wish I was <laughs> so if you if you have like failed out of some other organization or something else, like it just feels so it feels good to, good be to part think of a you family. have knowledge that other people don't have. Well, and then you have people that understand where you're coming from, and so you think. Well, not that's not all of it. Okay, I was like, are we psychologically it, profiling? No, like conspiracy theorists. Part of it is. Also, I mean, it's similar to what you said. A lot of the drive behind that is an inherent distrust with authority and inherent distrust of what others are telling them. So because the general populace tells them to believe this, they say no. And their government tells them to believe it. NASA tells them to believe it. Well, it's got some history behind it. Mm. I mean, it's not a new idea. Um, I need to watch this documentary. Yeah. And well, and so what's interesting is that since it attracts people with that kind of distrustful mindset, you end up with factions. So once someone rose to power within the Flat Earth organization, mm-hmm. there some people split off in separate factions saying that that person was a plant in the, of the CIA who were like trying to... Because oh you have to question so much. Oh, right. Of course. Right. Uh, so, That's yeah. crazy. I mean, not crazy, but it's just interesting. It's no, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to make judgments. Well, because the other thing that Harry Potter reminded me of is there's the character Luna. And Luna always says all of these things that other people think are crazy. And Hermione is always ridiculing her for like not believing science and fact or whatever. But there's kind of a way that the book is written that talks about... It kind of just makes you think like they're so quick to write her off because she believes things differently than they do. And that maybe it's not always the worst thing in the world to have a broader mind. Uh, there's I a, understand there's that you an might insane difference between having dangerous. a broader between having a broader mind and because I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say flat earthers have a broad mind. Would you? 
No, but I'm just saying that I also don't know the science between flat earth or not flat earth. And I'm also just choosing to believe what someone has told me. So while I don't necessarily agree with their opinion, I respect their fervor in trying to figure it out for themselves. Does that make sense? Yes, but where that falls apart is that genuine scientists... So there is there is healthy skepticism, and then there is taking it a step too far, um, and and the difference is, real scientists, what they would call mainstream scientists, the the reality is that they hold their own theories to the same scrutiny they apply to others, mm-hmm. and flat earthers refuse to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem because gotcha. in the documentary, I think they do like three. Scientists are willing to let it go. When well, it's... not just let it go, but if if they are presented with evidence that that. Um, seems to contradict the theory that they like best, then they start questioning that theory. That's and they what st- I meant by let it go. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. They're willing to let suspend their belief that let they had go. if there's evidence that comes up. If nature does not yeah. support their ideas. then And in this documentary, I think there was three different experiments that the flat earthers themselves ran mm-hmm. that flew in the face of their own beliefs. Yeah. And their reaction to all of them was, man, we must have screwed something up here or we must not be considering them. something. Yeah. This data can't be counted. That makes sense. I just think that I am also just taking s- someone's word for granted. So that's I'm a danger too. I'm just believing the general public. <laughs> And I don't necessarily like that about myself. Okay, you guys don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, do you? I have no. watched some of it, okay. but not a lot of so, it. So, it is a hit or miss show. It's either comedy gold yes. or, like, complete garbage. I've seen some episodes that killed me, and then I saw some episodes where I was like, I need a shower. Yes, agreed. <laughs> so, the the one episode, though, I think every person should watch is... Uh, it's one that my buddies in college and I always used to watch. Um, it's it all, I think it was the, the serial case or something like that. Okay. Anyways, there's a point where they, so someone's, uh, Dennis um, gets rear-ended by Danny DeVito and spills <laughs> cereal that he's eating in his car all over the dash. And so then he's they have a trial. cereal while he drives? Right. So that's, that's one argument. The other argument is he wouldn't have spilled it if Danny DeVito hadn't rear-ended him. I mean, that's like, true. Right, so they have a court case, and then <laughs> Mac becomes the final vote, and so, <laughs> and so he gives his opinion, mm-hmm. and then they, Dennis talks about how he's not a reliable witness because he doesn't believe in evolution, <laughs> and then it becomes a a debate about evolution, and there's a scene that every I'm, it's like a five minute scene that everybody needs to watch, um, even though it's not school appropriate, but you guys should go check that out because it's. It, it's funny because he talks about how because he says that you're taking what the Bible says, right? Um, even though it's written by a bunch of people you've never met and taking their word for it. And he's like, well, that's what you're doing with all these scientists. Um, like, uh, uh, I don't know. This is this is getting out of control. You can just cut cut all this out, buddy. <laughs> it's OK. I like okay. hearing about it. I'll watch the episode. You you should. It's on Netflix. Um you should Google the the episode and then just watch that one. I feel like Buddy would have some thoughts, though, yeah. about that argument. It probably doesn't you, hold a lot of weight. Who are you siding with in that situation? Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm still siding with Dennis. I just think it's a funny... I think the way they portray it is funny. I do understand the underlying point of what they're saying. There's a big difference between a really crazy old historical book that was written written before modern science... I think. Well, there are, there's also science that can be, you know, tested. Buddy? What? Yeah, that's the big 
so yeah, putting on equal ground a group of people who had no concept at all of any, I mean, they had no idea of atomic theory, I mean, the atoms, they didn't know that there were such a thing as atoms, you know, and, uh, and putting that on equal ground with a, a consortium of thousands of, uh, research articles and and, yeah. su- and supported data. I kind of so, get it though because like if you if I find a book that just says like science on it or whatever right. and I read it and I just believe it right. that's not good either. So I get the underlying point but yeah. what I am saying is that if you, if you simplify it to that degree yeah. it seems like a one to one comparison. You're yeah. believing this book, you're believing this book. And we both and don't know the people. Right. And that's yeah. not reality. No, the reality is that you're comparing this group of people agreed. and there was a, you know, a few thousand of them and they genuinely and for their own good reasons believed they were on a flat earth with a firmament. Yeah. And, I mean that's historically accurate. Well, and that's, I, that's the belief system. I feel kind of bad making this point because I do firmly believe that anti-vaxxers are like hurting the populace mm-hmm. and I think that Oh, it's no, no, not, it's their right. <laughs> it is their right, and now they're being blocked from public areas in That's, New York City because there's been so many measles outbreaks, and that is also our right That's as a the populist right of the public, yep, yeah. to say you're a danger to the general pu- public. Anyway, so I understand, like, why it's dangerous to have that line of thinking. I just know, like, there's so much that I do just, like, I'm like, well, the general population believes this so i must believe it too you know what i mean yeah well that's i mean you have to be able to strike a healthy balance there because you as a as an individual cannot research everything that's true no individual can so there there is always and people can people can claim otherwise but there's always a degree of trust Mm -hmm. within your worldview yeah welcome to our avatar podcast i i would like to say though I hear I hear what you're saying, but you have to consider the fact that we, as humans, survived the Black Plague, right? So, like, they didn't have vaccines then, right? <laughs> and right. we're still we're still around. What's the problem? It is really wild to me that people can't see the relation between measles coming back. Like, I don't know. There's no point in talking about it. Yeah. Again, I think that I think, and this is anecdotal. This is me as a person. Mm-hmm. There's no research behind this. Mm-hmm. I think Don't that, trust it. Right, exactly. <laughs> it seems like that's going away somewhat. You think? I think it's getting bigger. Yeah? I do, especially, like, I don't remember another time in my lifetime where they've had to publicly, like, expel people from public areas. Well, I meant, like, from beliefs, from, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it seemed like it was all over the news and there was, like, a good portion of the population. Now I think we're dealing with the ramifications of 10 years mm-hmm. ago's stupidity. I guess Maybe I I'm still wrong. Because if kids weren't vaccinated... When they were young, yeah. now at this point, we're having trouble. I guess that's fair. I just I feel like I still hear people who. You like, could be right. I'm not all my that. My friend, connected. I was just talking to her, and she was just talking about this woman who was complaining about her pediatrician because he told her that he would not keep seeing her child if she didn't vaccinate I've heard the that. child. Mm-hmm. And she feels like she's being oppressed because he won't service yeah. her. And so, and that child's less than a year old. Yeah, so yeah. here's I mean, the one here's the thing. We've, yeah, de- I mean, we've decided that there are certain rules as a society that you have to follow. Kind of. Right? Yeah, they so yeah, like, like then you should go to jail. <laughs> right. Like I I don't I don't know, buddy. Do you I think, I think a be? doctor the doctor has an obligation to make sure that there are not these kinds of people in his waiting room. I think the right. doctor absolutely exactly. has the ability. He's also like yeah, it's like 
morals. Like you're allowed to go to a restaurant and say like, I'm not going to service you because you brought a weapon in here Mm -hmm. and I have signage saying you can't be here. Right. And that's your right. And I think the same with the doctor. Now, do you think that the government should mandate what we have to do physically? I think that there is um, because it affects other people. There has, there always has to be a balance. Yeah. And if we're being honest, I, from my perspective, there are times when our government oversteps that balance. Yeah. But there has to be a balance between um, your personal individual rights and, and the amount of impact that you are potentially going to have on. Yeah other people's lives because they have a right to live without your dumb choices screwing them up. I know. It's so hard. Yeah. I would just be like, yeah, if you want to go live on a mountain or maybe we could just have like non-vaccinated farms that you can all stay on or something. But it's crazy. Well, so that's that's the same way that I feel about, you know, the religion or the denomination of Christianity where they like have you get bitten by snakes. Uh Uh-huh. Is that real? Snake handlers. Yeah, I mean, it's not all that. It's less I've common all the like, time. I heard it like as like a myth or something. But no, I it know used it was to real. be. Yeah, people would really. Wow. Uh, that was yeah. a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my issue with that is, I think you have the right to make that decision for yourself, but not for your kids. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you different. don't want to do that, that's fine. It seems like negligence or right. like downright it's, like. Right. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't agree with parents that um, like want to pray disease away. Like that's not. That, that oh, is, yeah, who that can, is, like, turn away medical care for their kids. That's yeah. pure negligence. Like, that's yeah. – that is, I think you should get your kids taken away. And like, that if, is because of in light of modern scientific theory, mm-hmm. we know that there is such a thing as bacteria. Right. Right? Like, you can look at your four to 5,000-year-old book if you'd like to. Yeah. But with new knowledge comes – new actions and new it's options. It's so tricky for me to understand the other side of the argument here because I don't think that there is anything that I can think of the government mandating where I would be like, I'm not comfortable with that. You know I can. Mean? Oh. Seatbelts. You're not yeah. comfortable me, with that? Let me be clear here. I always wore a seatbelt. You're an idiot if you don't wear a seatbelt, but... No, no, you could... You If you get in a crash, you can have worse effects by wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, I think you should look at the data there. Nope. Uh, there. I nope. think there's always exceptions to the rule, right. but there, I think they're exceptions. There, yeah, there is the potential for having worse, but as a general rule of thumb, you are overwhelmingly more likely to have worse effects from not wearing a seatbelt. Then than... why do you care if it's mandated? So here's why I care. Or because, the helmet law. Because, and the helmet law is the same way. Because in that case, I am not putting anyone else at risk. Unless your right. body flies out and you cause someone else to have an accident. Right. So, and there I think that, one, the helmet doesn't help that. I meant the seatbelt. Yeah. Uh, and two, I think that that, go, again, goes into how often does that actually happen. And it can happen, but it's extremely rare. Okay. Generally speaking, you are just damaging yourself. And so, again, I kind of go with Noah that, like, so, okay, it is not the government's responsibility to to protect me from my own stupidity. What about right. so long as I'm not endangering others? You are putting a strain and drain on society on as economy? a whole. Yes. So yeah. for example, we have that or you know in Australia they have a sugar tax and it's specifically I think for I mean sugar items but I think there's laws about what you can feed your kids now. Fat tax. Yeah, exactly. And I think some people would say it's going too far but at the same time is it not sometimes child neglect when you allow your children to become so obese that like they have i don't know what do you think well and that's the beauty of democracy right we get to make those decisions like but not i don't know vaccines the popsicle um all i'm saying is that 
like that's <laughs> right you see what i'm saying like don't yeah. listen to fortune tellers guys don't do <laughs> it. although they're always right so maybe listen to them <laughs> is the message really... we have here <laughs> do you really not have anything that you can think of that like the government shouldn't be able to regulate no i totally can i'm i'm trying to think i'm trying to say I'm having trouble understanding people's arguments because right now all of the things that I think they should be doing, I would be fine with the government mandating. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I don't think the government should say – With the things we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm having trouble feeling the way they feel because there's nothing – I think we should get vaccines. I think that – what are the other ones? I don't even know. Marijuana. Okay, yeah. Well, and there's, um, if we're talking about things where's that are- where's my line where I'd be made uncomfortable? I don't know. Communal things. I mean, there's a lot of fishing regulations, for instance. Yeah, because for, you don't want to like drain Because the, you can yeah. quickly over drain the A lot of hunting rules. Yep. And yeah. like people probably hate that, but it, we're trying to protect our ecology. Yeah, I mean, that's the tragedy of the commons. If one person gains from uh, communal resources, then everyone else loses yeah. the resources. Yeah. And I guess I'm just very much Com- like a benefit scab. of the of the- a benefit of the all. Tell that of? to the American buffalo, no. Kami scab. Kami scab. Take that buffalo. Kami scab. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry. Don't trust fortune tellers. Don't. How much or, is, or, or maybe, maybe you do. Maybe we you don't do. know because media has confused me. <laughs> how much of that are you going to keep, I wonder? I don't know. I think I, it was really interesting. Yeah. And we I got, mean, the episode doesn't have that much to talk about. I right. know, yeah. yeah. We got, we're only at like 50 minutes. I like hearing about Do we want to go on to highs and lows? Yeah, probably. Who's going to Oh. Oh. Goosies. Hey, welcome listeners. This is my segment I like to call Goofsies. Gotta insert some sort of sound effects there that sound like uh, goofs. Boing! Um, That was really good. Thank you. The the necklace um, that Aang makes for Katara, Uh she wears it at the beginning of the episode, and then it's never never seen again. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a Goofsie. She threw it away. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. it, (laughs) it, That'd be so mean. Got it, got it, got and then got Mang it. picked it out of the trash and is wearing it now. <laughs> She's never That's it really off. sad for everyone involved. Hi, <laughs> Sam. So, another pretty big. So, I told you I'd, I'd shy away from the animated ones, right? Yep. But there are just some that I think we have to talk about. For example, Aunt Wu's building door changes colors. Multiple times. Maybe it's because like, she's like changing it nope, tele- telepathically. Will not, will not. You need to stop that. But you can't telepathically <laughs> the town change. I meant telekinetically. That's one of the services they offer her. My B, my B. <laughs> oh, should we do highs and lows? <laughs> when the gang gathers the villagers to warn them about the eruption, the woman who speaks first is wearing purple and pink. And then she speaks again and it's green. And then her robe continues to sh- shift between green and purple. Throughout the entire scene. So it's something about this town. Yeah, I think so. Maybe you're there's a blind. there's We're a point where you the thought about that during the volcanic eruption, <laughs> the trees should be on fire, but they're not. Maybe they're magic trees. Did you think about That's that? Probably what it is you guys are literally the worst. <laughs> Maybe they're covered in paint. You guys always want me to do changes. this, segment, and then you and then you just. I think this is fun. It's like a it's like a really irritating what if. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't done a what if in so long. That's because they're they're not my favorite. Yeah, it's tough to think of a good one. I like this, though. 
Keep going. What else you what got? What other goofsies you got? That aren't goofsies. I got one more. Uh, when Aang realizes that the volcano is going to erupt um, and drops the panda lily into the volcano, uh-huh. the flower is replaced by CGI flames when it hits the surface of the magma. How's that a goosey? It should probably burst into flames before, I think is what he's saying. Yes. yes. Like on the way down, it's probably hot enough to catch a flower on fire. It's a magic flower? That's mm, possible. It is a, a lily after all. A panda lily. Panda lily. Yeah. Is that a real flower? Mm. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look typing. It up. Typing. Mm, yeah, buddy, you're so lazy. Sure. Your keyboard's right there. It's looking like no. Yeah, so it's a magic flower. Because the first like five links are all to avatar. So it has stuff. different properties than a real flower. Got it. All right. Any more goosies? Yeah, Wow, and the guy that. There's a one of the, like the second link that I found was uh, a link that said real life panda lily question mark. So uh, no. And the guy said obviously this flower is a different name, but every time I look at it, I can't help but think of Avatar: The Last Airbender. And the flower that he has pictured here is like a bright green or a bright pink flower. Wasn't it a white flower? Yeah, like it looks nothing like the panda oh, lily. Oh, real life goosies. Yeah, come on, guy. Noah, do you want to do your highs or lows? Let me before we get into this. <laughs> let me let me say this. You have seven. There were goofies. <laughs> I would like to get into highs and lows right now. So, low. Buddy, what's your low? Uh, My low for this episode, and it's going to sound weird because I kind of talked about how it's also kind of what I like about this episode. But my low for this episode is it hits a little close to home. Like, there's a part of me that watches this and I get a little sad. sad. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, there are people like this and it's real. And maybe even more than that, I'm a person like this. I don't think so. Maybe not you, but I think I might be sometimes. I don't think so. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Well, then at least we can feel content in that. We are better than the masses. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously we all have holes in our logic, but there's a difference between accidentally believing something that's not factual and, like, going Actively. along with, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that, I, I don't think you fit that. Yeah. Thank you. Noah, what's your low? I feel like, I feel like I can't say... That my low is that there's no Uncle Iroh and Zuko. I thought that would be that your is, low. That is up there. Let me tell you what. Why can't that be uh, your low? Because it's always my low. I need to get more creative here. So let me say this. I think similar track as Buddy. This episode legitimately makes me frustrated and angry. Yeah. Like listening to their line of logic is really annoying and irritating and I get really bothered by it. Yeah. I was able to move past it more this time. Like I said, I got more enjoyment out of this episode than I ever have. But it was it was really frustrating. I was actually pretty bored throughout this whole episode. Yes, that was my low as well. I was bored. I guess I was both of those things. Yeah. So that's not as much as it is. Two lows. I like I had more fun sitting here and dissecting the themes of the episode than I actually did enjoy watching the episode. I think that's. I think that's what I, I like about the episode is that it has those themes. Yeah. It can't if you if you take I the time that. it's definitely better than you like can think about those things. The Great Divide or whatever. But oh, yes. so it's that good still writing, doesn't make me right? want to watch it again. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like if I was going to put together like a like a top 10, this is yeah. what you need to watch for Avatar, yeah, this would not be there. No, 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 no. No, but I think this one has, I wonder what I gave The Great Divide. I bet I gave it a higher than 2.9. I think you did. I think you weirdly liked it more than you He should've. can like what he likes. You like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Great Divide is the worst. Remember oh, when they so rode those giant bad. bugs? And we were all like, okay. It's Here's like all Avatar the writers episode. for the show handed it to their teenagers and were like, here, write an episode, man. <laughs> and That's an Aang, insult to teenagers. Ang lied. That's right. That still bugs me. Yeah. I know that you guys loved it. I love I it. Yeah, it's it. funny. Oh, gosh, it makes me so mad. Sometimes a peacemaker got to lie. It's like the Buddy, Dark Knight. We talked about that. Right, right. But then we learn in the Dark Knight <laughs> Rises that all the lies that they came up with in the Dark Knight Unraveled. came back him in the butt. Right, and, and once again, I really need to rewatch that movie. Dark, everything bad that happens in Dark Knight <laughs> Rises is because of the mistakes they made in the Dark Knight. Hmm. Buddy, what's your high? What was at stake in the Dark Knight? What do you mean? Like, what if they hadn't done those bad things? Well, they needed everyone to believe that Harvey Dent was a good guy because he'd done so much for the city and locked away so many criminals. Oh, right. And then at the end, he lost his mind and, like, went crazy. Yeah, that's fair. And so that is... So I maybe think that if is they, good. Yeah, so maybe if they had just told the city... Like, yeah, it, it was sucked, but they would have gotten over it. And that I don't know. I feel like they would have been like, he put all these criminals away and he's a criminal. So, like, everyone's corrupt and they would have all lost hope. Right. So is it really worse? No, it's not. All right. Lying is the best. <laughs> Listen uh, to fortune tellers and always tell lies. My <laughs> family-friendly podcast. Um, <laughs> my high for this episode is the scene between Mang and Aang. Uh <laughs> I didn't realize their names rhymed. It was a, that was a line in the show. She's like, oh. "Our names rhyme." Wow, did I watch this episode? Um, anyway, so the and the kind of the last scene between them when yeah. they when uh, he lets her down. Yeah, and she was like, "I like the, just the way that she handled it. I yeah. just it was so touching. It was yeah. lovely." And I like the the line about her hair being manageable. That was my favorite line. <laughs> but it made so me manageable. sad. I, and I really related. I was like, <laughs> "I hate people with manageable hair." <laughs> So yeah, that was my high. Are you? It was a good moment. <laughs> I would say that my high was the way that they manipulated the clouds. I, I thought that was a smart idea mm-hmm. to get them all moving. That is really smart. And it worked. Because they believed in the clouds. Well, yeah. For some reason, I didn't remember that working. Like, I must I must have not seen this episode a lot. This might be this might be one that I skipped. Because I didn't remember that they did that, and then everyone was like, "Oh, we got to do like something." Bought it, yeah. Right, and then they dig the trowel. I was like, I didn't remember, I didn't remember that part at all. Like, I just I remembered Ang stopping the volcano. Right. Like, did I mention that I didn't remember that part at all? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, no, I just <laughs> thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought we saw a lot of growth for Sokka and Ang in this episode, as um. Like Sokka as a strategist and Aang as like a quick thinker and a powerful bender. I don't know. I thought they did a really good job. And I'm not not talking about Katara because I'm sexist. Just because she's all like she's basically already been smart. I wouldn't say that she's made a lot of progress because she's like already there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Please cut just cut that part out. I don't like that. I don't like that. The bit. part where you're a sexist pig? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Boom. <laughs> oh. Oh my. What's your high, Hannah? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This has never happened to me before. 
Never? No, I do. Gotta pick one. What stands out in your mind right now? You're thinking about the episode and... I don't know. I guess Ming, but then they ruined it with that line, and I don't like how sad it is. So, that's my high. <laughs> <laughs> Ming, until the last 30 seconds. Yeah, she's really cute. And I like that Aang was honest with her and let her down nicely. Mm-hmm. I think a trope in TV a lot of times is for people to just, like, not want to hurt other people's feelings, so they, like, lie to them and lead them on. And this show had to end in... <laughs> Two minutes, minutes, yeah. yeah. So they couldn't do that, but I like that he was just like, I don't like you like that, but someone will love you like that someday, which could have been a lie. I have big ears. <laughs> I know, I know. And I was like, what a basis for your future husband. <laughs> That's so like subjective. You would not relate. be her love bud. It's true. I have very small ears. <laughs> he does have small ears, but a big old head. <laughs> Thanks, no. I don't think you really Self-esteem's have. Self-esteem's going up. I don't, are you, I don't think you have a big head. No, I do. It's pretty known. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. It's Noah a, has a huge head. It's a joke. Yeah, Mine's that's probably fat. true, too. Noah Buddy's, has like a is, big bowling ball. Buddy's is, is longer. Like, like a lot. a tall head. Well, not oh. just that, but like a lot of hats don't fit me. Really? Yeah. I have a big head. Dude, same though. Are yeah. we married? <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that about uh, no, you. No, we're actually siblings, Hannah. <laughs> I know it can be confusing for you. I'm but sorry that we ended on my now. high, and my high was so poopy. Can someone help me out? Say it's cool. something funny. When you guys were talking about anti-vaxxers, I was about to go dump uh, some water in the toilet <laughs> just to, to bring in some just <laughs> to bring in some comedy because we got pretty serious there for a little bit. It's okay to get serious sometimes. Our listeners are not idiots; they can handle well, it. Well, you wanted to give a shout out, no? Uh, <clears throat> to an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what idiot you talking about now? <laughs> um, nope, he's not gonna do it. That's I can't. Too, I can't do rough. it. Austin. Austin. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. JK, he knows Austin, it. I, uh, JK, yeah. you are one he's, of our no. Actually, Austin's listeners. the best. He's one of the. He listens and gives me feedback more than just about any other friend. So. Shout um, out. No, that's why I said it. Cool. Maybe just cut that whole bit. Maybe just cut the whole bit off, buddy. You want a shout out? You want me to cut the bit where you call Austin an idiot? Yes, that'd be great. Oh, no, but then how will everyone know he's an idiot? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That noise. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this week, I think. Uh, Join us next week for Bato of the Water Tribe. Uh, And remember, folks. Wait. Oh, hold on. Don't, Don't remember anything yet. Forget it all. Noah? Remember, folks. Well, well Wait, hold on, Dan. It's got Doesn't someone want to do our social media spiel? Oh, yeah, Noah. Don't you want to talk about how cool we are on social media? <clears throat> We're not doing that anymore. Yes. Uh, hey, guys. We have a very good presence on <laughs> social media. It's much good. How would you find it? It's it's <laughs> such... It, you could say such good. Such wow. <laughs> such wow, even. Much goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so we are on Facebook. <laughs> That's the technical way of saying Facebook. Uh, at Stark Friends, that's a that's our Twitter handle, isn't it? It is. Do we do we anything have on Twitter, guys? I, I did post uh, my pie show my board? pie show board that's on Twitter because I don't know. I think how that's to literally the only post on Twitter right now. It's my pie show board. <laughs> the issue is I don't have any Twitter. I have like five Twitter followers. I don't so. have a Twitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Yeah, that's uh, it'll, but it'll that's be a while. Just that's, use that's that as your personal than, Twitter. It's better than having 
a Twitter account and having five followers. <laughs> well, that's okay. You're you know, doing I just. Good. <laughs> I bet those five people really like you. Yeah. I bet Austin's one of your followers. He's not. <laughs> well, Austin's an idiot. We've established that. <laughs> no, Austin's actually much smarter this than is I the am. Worst. <laughs> if you have any ideas about how we can make this podcast better or what we could add to it or tell Hannah specific <laughs> avatar facts that you think we should add. You can email us an email or email us a recording of yourself. And if it's good enough, where would they send that email? Hannah? Wait, I'm still talking. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. If it's good enough, maybe we'll play it in our next episode. I don't know where they send it. <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Stark Friends Podcasts at gmail.com. That's too long. I know, but the Stark Friends was already taken by some weirdo. What? Yeah, I know, right? Who's got that? Oh, Noah. Stark Friends. You sure, that wasn't, you sure that wasn't me? Yeah, I think it was Noah. If you have that email, Noah, sign into it and let us know because that would be way better. <laughs> but for right now, email us at Stark Friends Podcasts. That's plural. That's plural. At gmail.com. Stark is not plural. Friends is. <laughs> so is podcasts. These are plural things. All right, that's going to do it. Remember, folks, be careful where you take your cabbages. And listen to the fortune tellers. Yeah, and lie. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that the close-up? That's the (laughs) sign-off. I don't like it. (laughs) No. All I'm saying, all I am saying is if they had not lied in the dark night, yeah. Bane wouldn't have been an issue. His argument of like, oh, look at all your politicians are lying. Oh, wow, that lying. actually kind of sounded like him. Yeah, it really did. No, that's so funny.